Worship Ministry Catalyst Podcast. <laughs> yeah, we we <laughs> we can make we can make this really just you know just turn down the lights and what key are you in? I'm in B G sharp minor. Signal for me. Oh. Get the signal. Boost it up a little bit. This is real life worship ministry here, folks. That's right. We're doing worship right now. That'll work. Good. We got it. We got it. Hey, so welcome to Worship Ministry Catalyst Podcast, where we will play smooth tunes all day long. <laughs> that don't have anything to do with worship. Yeah. <laughs> or we're just going to rip them off and put Christian lyrics to it. Exactly. Remember when that was the cool thing to that do? That was. That was hot, man. Yeah. That, that was the that was the end. Um, yeah. <laughs> or like taking... Uh, uh, if he's listening, I apologize. I have my doubts, but... A uh, predecessor of both of ours has a reputation for doing that, uh, and uh, he took "Living La Vida Loca." No way! And um, no way, rearranged it. No, <laughs> for the choir to uh, "Living La Vida Mayhor." What? Yeah. No, are you serious? I wish I wasn't. Inside out. <laughs> I mean, like, like and the choir Mayhor. Wow. Yeah. But uh, we won't we won't publicize his name. Just fair enough. Yeah. Hey, so why don't you uh, why don't you intro us? Worship Ministry Catalyst is a networking resource for all worship teams and worship team members. How am I doing so far? Almost. Almost. Worship leaders and worship team members. Yeah, helping to serving serving as a catalyst to facilitate worship in the local church. Oh, yeah. I'm Kevin. I'm joined here with my partner, David. <laughs> we totally did like a role reversal. We. Yeah. Uh, uh, I uh, I just did your part and you did my part. Hey, so that means at the end you got you gotta say like goodbye. All right, you gotta say bye. <laughs> no, but that's your tradition. It that's is. You. I can't do that. Okay, fair enough. So, fair so enough. You, uh... So hey, t- today we uh, we busted out the keyboards. Um, both David and I are piano players, and uh, we've been talking for piano a long. Rules. <laughs> Pianos Guitars awesome. Drool. Yeah, well, actually, I boy, there are so many times I wish I played guitar. You know, you you at least can semi play guitar. I I really can't. I know a few chords. Um, I keep saying I should learn, but I really you haven't. You shouldn't. Okay, thanks. I will be one of the ones who supports your piano playing abilities. All right, and thanks. you should just get better at that and yeah. let someone else do guitar. All right. So okay, well, fair enough. I'll I'll uh I'll let John Ross or someone or like Scott Olson be the guitar guru, and I'll, I'll hey, they're s- not trying to learn piano. It's true, right? Well, yeah. actually, John started out as a piano player. He's actually a really good piano player. Is he? Um, and then it was like his senior year in high school or junior year in high school, he he got an acoustic guitar and he fell in love with it, and then he got really really good at it. <laughs> um, and so he's like, maybe I should do this instead of piano. But he can hold his own on the piano for sure. Yeah, I'm just—I gotta be honest with you. I'm 
I know I've probably said it before, but I'm just frustrated with the whole you have to play acoustic to be a cool worship pastor thing. Yeah, it's kind of the end thing. Yeah. Everyone plays acoustic right now. Yeah. And it's been the end thing for, you know, it has, since for like, the contemporary worship Yeah, for like the last evolved. 10 years or something. Yeah. But there <laughs> since, will be a since, day. Since Chris Tomlin came on the scene, it was yeah. it was like the cool thing. There will I remember be a day when people want to play piano. Would you remember going to Multnomah and, and like, everyone, you know, on the lawns, people with their guitars, I mean, you know, people trying to learn how to strum, I mean, just, you know, just fighting through trying to play that G, E minor, C progression? Well, yeah, you go back, you know, listening to John when he's talking, you can you can learn a few things and sound decent. Yeah. And uh, Mike, the guy that played with me at college, he was, that was one of his biggest frustrations is, like, you know, because he, like John, worked really hard. Right. And still works really hard to be a really good guitarist, electric right. guitarist and, and, now. And when you actually have skill and then, yeah. But, you know, but but to the, to what, 75, 80% of the, of the audience, they don't necessarily know how much of a difference there is between Joe Average, you know, beginning guitar player who can play decently and, mm. you know, a really skilled guy. Wow. So... But, you know, and that's that's what we're here for. We're here to help you in your pursuit of becoming a better musician and a better leader and a better worshiper. And so we've we've done uh, we've done a guitar workshop before. Uh, we've done sound stuff. You know, we've had we've Scott done drums. come in. Um, what? We've done drums. We have? Yeah. When? You weren't here, but it was uh, it was one of the weeks you couldn't do it, so I did it with Lee. Oh, so gosh. So we had a drum that's, workshop on there. That's right. See, I, that's my problem. I don't listen to these, you know. I, I just, uh, we just record them. That's great. So, which we, we have uh, six hundred subscribers now. Yeah. So, hey, thank you for thank listening. Thank you, loyal listeners. Anyway, so we're we're doing a we're doing a piano workshop. Both David and I are um, are piano players. Uh, I've been playing since. Oh gosh, I've been playing for almost twenty years now. Um, started when I was really young and uh, I started leading worship with the piano when I was in junior high so around the age of 13 so yeah so I've been kind of leading worship from the piano for a good 15 years or so well and you know just to uh, toot your horn for you a little bit you played you played b3 yeah yeah at crossroads yep right which is how big big church six thousand yeah and so if you weren't good enough, you wouldn't have been playing. Yeah, they right? they, they have a much uh, they have a much more rigid selection process than, than <laughs> I employ in my worship ministry. Yeah, you know, for me, I'm like, man, if you got a willing heart and if you want to serve, then you're in. Yeah, uh, they're like, hey, if you're if you're a uh, a professional musician, then yeah, you're if you in. Can, if you can lay down tracks with Andre Crouch, <laughs> yeah, then you're <laughs> as a B three player. <laughs> Yeah, we'll let you play. And, and that was actually really great because how many churches have an, like a real B three organ with, you know, with like a Leslie cabinet, right? right. And it, it was a it was a really good, uh, it was a really good experience. Um, it was good for me to kind of learn how to how to get some musical chops um, outside of the piano, and it really helped me in a very real sense. It helped me kind of understand. Um, how music can flow together and uh i think it 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 helped me appreciate even more what the piano can do and that's what we're here all about today doing piano uh so david's got a keyboard in front of him i got a keyboard in front of me yeah sorry in second grade i don't know how old you are in second grade about seven so 
about the same amount of time as you. Fantastic. 20-something years, 22 yeah. now. But uh, so, I don't know about you. Uh, my mom was a piano teacher. Okay. So she tried to give me piano lessons, but I don't know. I just I didn't like them. I didn't want to, <laughs> to learn, you know, the classical way to play piano. Nice. So she taught me a few things. Uh, definitely taught me a lot about reading music and, you yep. know, fingerings and stuff like that. But then she probably got frustrated with me, and I got frustrated, and I just kind of did what I knew for a while. But then later on in high school, started getting interested in it again, played with a band in high school, and just kind of got back into to playing what I wanted to play, but still playing the piano. And so yep. um, did so that. So it, it developed into kind of like a, a passion as opposed to... Yeah, and as opposed to something I was being... I wasn't being forced. I wanted to do it as a kid, but I just didn't want to do it that way. I tried to go down the classical road again in college, and I don't know if it's my if I, it's because I'm a perfectionist or if it's because of you know what. It, but you know, when I'm playing a classical song, if I make a mistake, I had to stop and fix it, right? Right. Which you're not supposed to do, and I don't do it necessarily when I'm playing with the worship team, but for some reason I just couldn't get over it, and I would do that stutter thing. Mm. You know, where if like if you made a mistake, yet oh, 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 get it back. So. Wow. See, interesting you sharing kind of your progression into piano playing because very similar story. I, I started off, um, we we inherited a piano from like my dead aunt or something like that. I don't know how it even happened. I, I was <laughs> I was really young. I just know a piano showed up in our house one day and it kind of sat there for like a year. And then uh, the house across the street from us sold, and a piano teacher moved into the house. Providence. And my mom was like, Kevin, you're going to play piano. So she made both me and my sister, she made us take piano. And and it, it was it was fun. I, I kind of had a natural, you know, I kind of had a natural inclination towards music. Like, like even early on, I, I really enjoyed music and rhythm and singing. So piano piano lessons were fun. Like for a little bit, yeah, and and then after about like five years of lessons, like I just started hating it. You know, I just started, I just started dreading it right. and just not enjoying it at all. And same thing as you, you know, just like I, at that point, I was getting into some really complicated stuff, and um, and you know, really, you know, I was about twelve or thirteen at the time, and you know, really intense classical music, and, and I was able to do it. Um, but boy, I sure hated it, you know, yeah. and, and I would, I would mess up and, you know, you're so locked into the song and the music and it, it was rough. And so eventually my mom's like, well, you know, you, you've, you've given it, you've given it a go. So we'll, we'll let you have a break. I took about a year off. And during that year is when I got involved in the music at, at my church yeah. in the, in the junior high group leading worship for junior high. Um, well, it started off just playing, playing backup keys in the junior high band and um, and I, I I realized I'm like oh my goodness you can actually use music for more than just you know Beethoven or Bach or you know you can use music for for like leading people in the worship and it totally hit me yeah and it was like wow this is really amazing and so then I started studying how to how to play like contemporary music and and I remember as a young as a young teenager. 13 14 years old i remember just like sitting at home you know in front of the piano and and totally just uh totally just uh, trying to trying to 
um, understand how theory worked and trying to understand like how how chords related with each other and, and I just loved it I loved I loved the intricacy of music and 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 from there from there on out I just kept developing my skill and and now I've been playing this way for a long time so you've said something in the past um, that I want to call you out on maybe oh boy <laughs> maybe I'm not calling you out could be uh, if I do, if I am, I apologize. <laughs> but um, you've mentioned, you know, that we're, when we were talking about singing, yeah. how how you don't feel like you're that great of a singer, so you've right. decided that you're just going to be a really good piano player. Right. What are you doing currently to become a better piano player? Yeah, you know, it, it's funny. It's funny you say that because before we started recording, uh, you, you talked about um, what, what was it you said. Uh, or maybe we were recording. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, you, you said some comment, David, about how how um, you know what. Well, at least you were, you know, oh, what what? I don't know. Forget it. Never mind. <laughs> it, it was it was something to the effect of you know, as as you're growing or as you're developing as a piano player, as you're learning as a piano player, and, and you know, I remember thinking, well, man, you know, it's really easy when you've been playing for 20 years, it's really easy to say, gosh, you know, I've, I've learned everything. And, um, and I or think maybe you haven't learned everything, but you've learned enough to do what you do really well. Right. And, and, and to be comfortable in yeah. that. And, you know, I, I'm kind of at a place piano wise where, where I can do, I can do most things. Um, but, but you know what, the, the second that, the second that I start getting lazy, you know, the second that I start, I start just phoning it in and not bothering playing or staying sharp. So that that's when I think that's when it becomes really easy to to just I don't know fall and gosh fall is such a that's not the right <laughs> word. I'm at a loss for words. It, it's that's when it's easy to uh, become complacent. Mm-hmm. I think maybe in in how you play and how you lead worship even. Um, so I'll tell you the things that I do to, to stay sharp. Um, you know, a, I keep playing. Like I, I don't, I, I rarely go a day without playing, uh, whether it's just sitting down for a couple minutes and, and banging through a song or whether it's actually just being at home and, you know, playing the piano with my daughter or whether it's on my own, just worshiping, just sitting, sitting in front of a piano and just pouring my heart to God. So one thing I do is I always stay playing. Uh, another thing that's really big for me, and, and I, I think I've found this to be more helpful these last several years. Um, for me, I, I'm I'm always listening. I'm always listening to what other people are doing now, and that's kind of been a big thing because I think for a while, you know, I was kind of like, ah, I, I I got I got the piano thing figured out. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I got my style, and then like realizing. You know what? Maybe I have my style of playing, and maybe I am a maybe I am a good player. You know, may, maybe maybe I've been playing for a while, and and uh, you know I can I can wow people or blow them away or whatever. But you know what? Like there are so many other gifted, skilled musicians, and they're doing things totally different than me. And w- realizing, oh man, I can just get locked in a box so easy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like this is my way of doing piano, and this is how I. Going to lead worship, and this is how we do this song, and da 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 da. And um, I was even telling you, man, on the way here, uh, you know, I was listening to the the fray, which uh, which is one of my favorite groups, and uh, 
their their front man's a piano player and you know he does things that i just i just love mm-hmm. you know uh coldplay another great example kind of you know some piano driven stuff really simple but so amazing and, and as i listen to what they're doing you know i'll stop and be like wait okay how, how did he do that what what mm-hmm. exactly is that and just just sitting down and that's really sharpened my skills because it's opened my toolbox. So now it's not just Kevin Cruz and and Kevin's style of playing. Now it's like I'm getting all these other sources and I'm getting all these other uh, tools, so to speak. And that's been really helpful. Which is cool because now there are contemporary groups that are using the piano again. Yeah. For a long time, you know, if you wanted to, if you <laughs> wanted to listen to somebody as a piano player, you had to listen to jazz or you had to listen right. to something that's really, you know, outdated by ten or fifteen years and nobody was doing anymore. Or, you know, there were you had to play class. You know, there, there was just not very much in terms of what's going on right now that people are actually listening to today. Yep that you could listen to and do that and so it's actually starting to be cool again you know to be a piano player yeah Um, but for a long time it wasn't not just not just because you know it wasn't cool but you know bands just went you know contemporary music went in a basically a completely different direction probably all because of you know the beatles and u2 that they just went and just did all guitars. It, yeah, it's a guitar and, driven, and and that's and that's great. I mean, I I have a number of bands, you know, that a uh, number of groups I listen to that are you know very guitar based, and some of my favorite worship leaders, you know, I mean, even like Chris Tomlin, I love some of the music Chris Tomlin does. You know, it's very much guitar driven. That's fine, but yeah, your point well taken. That uh, there seems to be you know more people doing piano. And, and that's what's inspired me. It's inspired me to to find groups that rock and find groups that do music well that are playing piano, you know. And, and when I find those kind of um, when I find those kind of people, uh, you know, whether it's like you know Mark Schultz uh, in the Christian world or whether it's like Gavin DeGraw, you know, in the in the mainstream world, finding those people that that do piano well and do music well and hearing. You know what are they doing? How are they? You know how are they incorporating the the piano? Yeah. And, and those are those are the things I want to start. You know I, I want to start leaning towards. So that's how I stay sharp. That's basically what I'm doing now. You know I'm just if I'm if I find a Coldplay song that I really like, then I'll I'll put it on repeat and and sit down at the piano and just go through and figure out a lot of what they're doing. Right. Which is which is good because it re, you know really sharpens your ear for one. There you go, That's double a, double uh, two birds. Yeah, so it's not zone. just sharpening your piano skills; it's sharpening your ability to hear what's going on in a song, which is very important <laughs> as a worship leader and a and a member of a worship team. As a piano player, you have to be able to listen to what's going on, right? To know where you can fit in, but um, but also you know listening to organ stuff, which is the other. Yeah. big thing that a keys player gets to do is is the organ stuff. So I've been listening to a lot of organ stuff lately and trying to figure out what they're doing. I've listened to you. Hey, wow. And uh I've been listening to uh like some of the stuff on some of Tommy Walker's stuff. Yep. yep. On there and and so I've just been trying to listen to some organ. Last night I kind of had a revelation, not a revelation, but like a I don't know what to call it. We were in rehearsal and we were doing a Tommy Walker song this week and I've normally just played piano and thrown in a little bit of organ stuff here and there. But so last night I was just working on just the organ stuff in rehearsal. It was like and I was able to pick a lot of it out without 
a whole lot of effort. Cool. You know, and so it's like, hey, it's starting to pay off. Yeah, you know, yeah, you're, you're starting to pick up on it. Yeah, it's like I'm not, I'm not, you know, and I'm not in the same ballpark as you or other guys, <laughs> but but I can, I feel like I can do some stuff now. Totally. That that doesn't just stick out or doesn't just make everything muddy, but I can add some stuff. So. So that's kind of what I'm doing. I'm also trying to write and trying to listen to just a lot of different writers. And I'm just, I don't know. I'm really, uh, I'm not anti-guitar right now, but I'm anti-guitar for me. But right you're, now. You're, you're going through a phase, right? Yeah. And so I just, you know, I really, I really want to, to work on arranging and writing and doing stuff for our church that, you know, that, that I have the ability to do and not because i don't know you know for maybe it's maybe it's not the same for you but so much of what we do is guitar driven and especially the electric guitar driven stuff that if you don't have those players on a weekend it's hard it's hard to do those songs i mean and you have to completely rearrange the song you completely or just do different songs and so right so i've kind of been on this piano get out of this this rut Nice. But uh, I'm not going to harp on that today because we're not talking about that today. We're talking about piano. We're talking about, yeah, piano workshops. So, um, so yeah, good discussion. Good discussion. Um, and I, I think it's an important thing as a piano player, no matter – or any player, no matter where you're at skill-wise, keep working at it. Don't don't give up. Don't don't think, you know, hey, I, I've arrived. Um, you know, real quick funny story. When I was uh, – 16 or 17 um i was uh, i was playing at crossroads you know real big church and uh you know i was doing some piano stuff you know mainly backup keys and i, I remember talking to our the worship pastor there jason ritchie and and i was like i was like so jason i think i've learned everything on there is to know on the piano is there anything else i need to learn and he you know he just kind of like laughed at me and um and he's like, Kevin, there's always stuff to learn, you know, and, and I remember genuinely thinking, and part of it is because, you know, you're immature, you know, as a 16, 17 year old, you think you got it all figured out. Right. So, you know, part of it was, was me just thinking, yeah, I, I got, I got this figured out. I'm, I'm good at the piano. I can lead worship. There's nothing else for me to learn. But, but here I am now, like 10 years later and I'm like, wow, you know, I, uh, I understand why he was laughing. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, now you sit in the chair you're sitting, exactly. knowing, knowing what you know. Exactly. And, and you see in front of you how much there still is to learn. Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh. And, and, yeah, and I think no, no matter where you're at skill-wise, A, there's always going to be someone better than you. And uh, and B. Always. Always. And, and B, you, you, you want to keep growing. You want to keep that, that going. So, uh, so good, good discussion. Uh, we have some time to do. Uh, yeah, let's we, get uh, let's get started. Yeah, we'll do a little bit. And we got time to do some um, piano. Uh, is that in there? Yep. So w- one of the things that I was thinking, um, and and we'll probably just do a part two of this episode, get into more advanced stuff. Because how are we on time? We got like ten minutes. Yeah. Okay. So. One of the things that I was thinking as we were kind of preparing for this episode is, you know, what are some basic things uh, as a piano player? If you are a part of a worship team, 
if you're e- either a the leader or maybe you know m- maybe you're at a church where it is a guitar driven church you know maybe the worship pastor plays guitar um we'll we'll pray for you uh <laughs> sorry and your worship pastor and your worship pastor <laughs> or maybe you are the worship pastor sorry <laughs> we'll pray don't, for you don't hate us no just... uh and so you're playing you're playing piano what are some you know what are some basic simple things so here you know this isn't very advanced this is all very basic stuff um one of the things as i as i'm teaching you know because i've I've done piano workshops i've taught a number of, of people piano as i'm teaching people one of the biggest things that i'm trying to communicate is you got to keep it simple um i don't know what it is about piano players it's piano players and drummers. You it's know? not just piano players or okay. drummers. Well, Guitarists do it too. All right. Well, so maybe it's a maybe it's a musician thing, but yes, something it's where it's like you feel you always got to play. You know, you always got to play, and it's always got to be you know just like you know, it, it's always got to be just you know banging, just boom and huge. And uh, one of the best skills that I learned was to was to play things a little simpler and to to back off just a little bit and it creates it, it creates space you know which is maybe kind of a new concept uh if you're a beginner piano player but i'm telling you space is a really good thing to have in music if you listen to songs you know you you hear this this space where maybe it drops down to just drums and bass or maybe it's just really light and then it builds the crescendos so creating simple uh, simple playing, and so one of the first things I I teach people if I'm giving them some piano lessons, um, one of the first things I teach is you give is, piano lessons. What's that? You give piano lessons. I do. Yeah, I got like uh, five or or six people in the church that that I meet with on a uh, semi regular basis. Really? And yeah, yeah. What what? Yeah, and this is this is side you know side discussion. But one of the things that I committed to early on when I when I was at Laurelwood is training up and teaching other people not just to do worship but teaching other people and training up other musicians, uh, piano players, and so uh, we're actually having a recital uh, this Saturday. Really? At the Cascade Inn, uh, it's a retirement home. Cool. We're doing a little little recital. So. Very cool. Yep. Some some fun. I I really enjoy it. I like doing it. It's um, and also one of the best ways to learn is to teach. You know. Yeah, that's but see, maybe that's maybe I should force myself to do it. But <laughs> see, I, I've always just refused to give piano lessons because I I have not figured out a way to systematize what I do. You know what I mean? Okay. Because like, I just picked it up. Yeah. Over t- over time, just by you know listening. Right. And so like so to figure out a way to 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 break it down and systematize it. Yeah. Is hard. It, it is, and especially so, especially. Wow! Wow! Thanks. My applause goes out to you. Don't need your accolades, (laughs) but especially, yeah, I agree. When you're when you're in um, when you're used to and you're in an environment of kind of you know this very improv contemporary, you know, it is. It's hard to nail down what you do, Mm -hmm. but but it's actually helped me teaching people. It's helped me, you know, what do I do? Cool. And one of the first things that I tell people is, um, if you can make it simple. Uh, get get rid of you know you got a lot of people who try to do you know you know you, you got you got lots of fancy stuff and that's great you know for certain songs but my big thing is you know what if you can take that and just kind of make it just like a really simple thing 
So now, now it actually is going somewhere. Now, now people can follow that, you know, where, where before it was a little hard to understand where you're going. So I tell people one of the one of the best, one of the the best uh, piano leading things that I do is just playing quarter notes, just playing uh, quarter notes. And second best thing I tell people is learn how to play seconds. Uh, I don't know, maybe it's just my ear, but I love the way seconds sound. So if you're if you're looking at your piano, let's I'm in the key of A right now. So you have your A chord, um, A C sharp E, and uh, and that's your basic chord one three five. What you do is you take that third that middle that middle note the uh, C sharp, and you lower it down to a second to the two a B, and now you have A B E, and that's your second chord. And uh, you can do that with any chord, any major chord. Um, you can make it and turn into a second, and uh, it just it just sounds it sounds I don't know prettier. I don't know if that's the right <laughs> word, uh, but kind of has that nice open sound as opposed to mm-hmm. which guitarists do a lot too. Exactly. Yeah. So exactly, and I'll I'll do that fairly often. I'll just kind of automatically make many of my chords I do that seconds, too. and and then what you can really do here here's another really easy technique. So let's take that A second chord. I went from my A C sharp E major chord to a A B E my second. Now a lot of times I'll actually double up a note. You know, maybe double up that A on top, so I have an A on the top, or double up that fifth, so I have that playing down there. It gives it even more of a sound. So so now I go from an A second chord like this. Hey, that's great. Your phone's like in the same key. <laughs> that was now we cool. Know. Um, so now you have that A chord, uh, the A second chord, and now we're actually giving it a little bit more meat to it. And that's just a D second inverted, back to that A second. Really simple, really mm-hmm. simple. Quarter notes, but it sounds so good. You know, as someone listening to that, if you're in a congregation, if you're, you know, if you're worshiping, I mean, something about that sounds really pleasant, as opposed to like. Which, which is how, unfortunately, how some people learn to play by, by playing, you know, kind of silly rhythmic things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you talked about um, seconds and fifths. Is that too much? Is that a big assumption that people that people understand what seconds and fifths are? Maybe. So let me break it because I guess this is kind of the uh, beginner one, yeah. huh? All right, let me break it down. Sorry, folks. Well, so I want to throw a resource out there really quick. Thank you. Yes. Um, I think it's jazzpianoteacher.co.uk. This guy's name is Paul Abrams. He's kind of dry. I'll just warn you. <laughs> He's, he's from Great Britain, so he's got an accent, which helps. But um, kind of dry as far as piano. Te- but he's got 20, 20 podcasts available where he takes you from beginning, you know, understanding what how a major and minor scale is constructed to where, you know, he's talking about, you know, improv and stuff like that. So great resource. It's free. There's 20, 20 free lessons there. Cool. Jazzpianoteacher.co.uk. 
but uh but you know you go th- I, I was going through it and it's like oh wow you know we take a lot of the stuff for granted that we just that we just have an understanding of like a major scale right and how a major scale is constructed you know when was the last time you actually thought about the actual you right. know, half steps and whole steps yeah, and stuff whole, that, whole, half, you know what whole, I mean? whole, whole, half, whole, yeah. Because you just do it, right? You, yeah. don't, you don't think about it anymore, so. Yeah. So we don't need to get that far back because you can just go to uh, jazzpianoteacher.co.uk. Seconds, fifths. Um, so let me break it down. This, this is this is a really helpful thing, and we'll probably have to end here, uh, and then we'll we'll go into some, uh, we'll go into a part two podcast. Uh, so you guys will have to look forward to that one. Um, but let me break it down. Really, one, one, of the, um, one of the most helpful things for me as, as a contemporary piano player who's playing with chords uh, is I started thinking of scales and chords in terms of numbers instead of, um, instead of actual chords. Very you know? helpful. Yeah, absolutely very helpful. So in a typical in a typical major scale, let's take the key of A for example, you know, you have Right, so you have your typical major scale. Now what you do essentially is you assign each one of those notes, you assign it like a number. Alright, so my very first note, my A, is one. And so it's just one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, one. What was that third or fourth one in there? What? <laughs> what? You mean three, four? You mean that one? No, uh, you hit a, you hit an extra note in there. Sorry, I was just teasing you. There we go. Okay, I got them Giving all. Hard I time. got them all in that time. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, man. You're not. That's just a point. I was at those flaws out. I keep this cord. Um. So. I'm not supposed to point that. Yeah. Don't don't ever point my flaws. Uh, what, 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 uh, what I do then is I take each one of those notes and, and assign them, um, a, a, a number and you can do it for any scale, whatever key you're in, you know, even if you're in the key of D one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So, so every, every single key, you know, is, is, is structured the same way. You have one through seven and, and those are now your notes. So when I'm talking about, I'm talking about that a second chord, the, what I'm doing is I'm substituting the third note, kind of like I was saying, instead of playing A C sharp E one three five, I'm now playing one two five A B E. And what's really nice is when you get a little more advanced, you start you start kind of using it for for chord for chording as well. Uh, so you have your one chord, you know, because every every key, every major key is set up the same way. You have uh, you you know major minor minor major major minor diminished back to your major your tonic so if you study classical music you got your tonic uh your um, subtonic subtonic yeah subtonic is four uh supertonic uh or no i see i can't remember them all right because dominant subdominant is five subdom is four it uh, doesn't matter, right? <laughs> See, we forget these things because, you know, what is important is instead of doing that thing, instead of doing, you know, tonic. Um, it does. It is important, but sorry, go on. What I mean is is uh, the actual names of them aren't terribly important because what we're doing is we're assigning them letter or number values. So so my my first chord is my one chord, just my A major. And then that second one, the the B, because remember A B B is two. Now that's my B minor. You can just go all the way up, C sharp minor. My four chord is D, 
Remember, because A, B, C sharp, D, one, two, three, four. So my four chord now is a D major chord. And you just keep going up the scale. My, my five chord is an E. And then my sixth chord is my F sharp minor. And then seven chord, instead of playing a diminished, what we do for a seven, we do a, we do a, a five over seven. So instead of playing G sharp diminished, we play E over G sharp, five over seven. And then we go back to our one. Just like that. So th this may or may not have made sense. You know, piano is kind of a visual thing. Like if you were, if you were here and you saw it all, it'd make a lot more sense. Uh, but the important thing is that every every scale is structured the same way. Every so whether I'm playing an A scale, and that's what in the A scale or D scale, key of A, key of D. Um, if I know what my chords are, then I can play by chords, and that and that's such a great great skill to have. So let's take let's make it um, practical. All right, you're playing Sunday morning, and you're doing this song um, that uh, that song breathe. Which is kind of what I was playing earlier, A second to a D second. And so I look at this, and my A to my D, A to D, that's my one chord. Alright, because we're in the key of A, so A is one. And now I go to my D chord, which is my four chord, right? Because A, B, C sharp, D, one, two, three, four. So A to D, one to four. One, two, and four. And then maybe up to the five, the E chord. Back to the one. There you go. <laughs> so, so one, four, five, one. Now I can play that in any key. Let's say I get there on Sunday, and you know what? Um, someone's gonna be singing that as a solo, and that's just way outside their range, and it just sounds horrible. And they're like, <gasps> what do you do? Well, what do you do? And they're, I guess you could hit the transpose button. You have to button. go print another chart. <laughs> or, or if you understand this whole chord uh, thing, you know, you uh, you can say to yourself, all right, well, I know the song is one, four, five, one. And so now, you know, let's take a couple keys down, key of F. So the one chord in the key of F obviously is F because that's the key we're in. Now we go to that four chord, which is B flat. Right, because one, two, three, four, F, G, A, B flat, four. And then five is our C chord. And now back to one, F chord. So you can do this any key. I mean, you can go whatever. I mean, even the key of C sharp. You know, you can, do, you can play this. C sharp. C sharp, right? <laughs> well, you're not supposed to do that key. That then to our F sharp, to our G sharp. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, if someone asks you to take it to the key of C sharp, you just say, uh, no. No, we're not, we're not doing that. We're going to keep it in the standard worship keys. We of, can go to D or C, but C sharp. Yeah, we're not doing it right there. Yeah. So, or G sharp. So major. those are some really great uh, basic skills you want to be learning. C flat. C flat, the key of B. That's actually one of my favorite keys. C flat yeah. or B? Well, B, which is... <laughs> See, David's trying to David's trying to trick us all. I like the key of E sharp. It's, it's musical jokes. Mm. <laughs> um, so funny. we'll uh, we'll talk about some some more um, actual uh, piano stuff you can do. You know, kind of what what this was laying some foundation, making sure we're on the same page. 
uh, playing seconds, you know. Um, but but yeah, I would really encourage you if you're a piano player and this maybe is new, some of this is new to you, sit down, uh, sit down at your piano, sit down at your keyboard, and and start working through those scales. Go through all your major scales and just kind of assign them those those number values: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, one. You know, assign them number values, and then actually go through and play the chord equivalents. That kind of a thing. Beautiful. Got it. All right, well, this has been episode one of Keyboards Part One Workshop. Part One, which plays some Worship Ministry music. Catalyst. So, Worship Ministry Catalyst is available online at worshipministrycatalyst.com you can email us david at worshipministrycatalyst.com or kevin at worshipministrycatalyst.com you can download our podcast through iTunes you you can subscribe trying to come up with as much information as I can to fill up this beautiful piano music and then then you can always join our social network worshipministrycatalyst.com Thank you very much for listening, and uh, we hope to hear from you again soon. Bye.